Let's go. All right. This is a new episode with the lovely Brianna Betty, right? Did I say the name right? Yes, that's yes, good. Enough. indeed. All right. So we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Like, huh? I said you Betty. could have put more of an accent like Betty. Betty. <laughs> you know, you already <laughs> talk about me. You already been talking about me the way I say COVID, right? I see I worked on some things all right so our lovely cowboys are one and three right now I'm upset I'm angry I'm mad at the world can you shed some light or some type of positivity to me because right now what's out there now the cowboys been saying some of the players that is too hard of a defense They've been talking about they've been struggling as it relates to effort. They're tired out there on the field. So they changed the name. Some of the fans out there changed the name to the Soft Boys. Which is you- mean. Which is mean. <laughs> okay, let me just say, like, okay, yes, we're one in three. But if you're a real Cowboys fan, we've mm-hmm. been here before. Like, we've been here before. And we made a comeback. Remember, I think it was like three years ago we were down. Either we okay. were like two or three. We were two yeah. and three, remember? We were losing to the Titans. Things was going bad. So oh, yeah, we three, three and five season. Three, three and five. five season. Yeah, three yeah, and yeah. Five, see? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we came back and had a successful season. So I really think people are no like you guys aren't taking everything into consideration, really. Like okay. everything that's happened with COVID, no preseason, uh-huh. a brand new coach, all new coaching staff, all new team well, a lot of new teammates, a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. And people are just going so hard. And I well, know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well, well I, I just want to say this before we go into that role, Dad. Okay. Can you just tell me who's been a disappointment to you or who's been a disappointment? And then we can bring up some positivity before we go into the details of everything. Wow. So who's been a major disappointment to you? First of all, you're supposed to speak positive, then negative, then positive again. <laughs> but Okay. okay. Okay, so really, it's really been the offensive line has been, um, okay. it's been ruining more things mm-hmm. than you guys know. I feel like most of the turnovers come from the offensive mm-hmm. line. If it wasn't for those turnovers, most of the time we would win. We would win if it wasn't for those turnovers. Just think about it. Almost, mm-hmm. I mean, every game has come down to the last possession. And if we could fix the offensive yeah. line, which is not looking too good. <laughs> um, since we lost Tyron Smith, but um, yeah. if we could fix that, that would be that's what we need. We need to fix it, and then mm. they settle into the new scheme. I think things will go better. Well, my thing is, and, and I know I'm a little down with this particular team as it relates to the collective unit, especially when we talk about the the <laughs> offense and the defense. But I will say this, and, and I, I had to start off with the negative. But I got to bring up the positive. Dak Prescott is playing out of his mind, right? He is, despite right? not having a real offensive line. That's what I'm saying. That uh-huh. is positive. And do you like the young phenom, C.D. Lamb? He got two touchdowns last game. You know, see, bringing out the positive. Hmm? Yes, but I have a question. Talk Protect- to me. <laughs> All right, so we was talking about something to do with the Dak Prescott and his uh, brilliant performance, and how he's going to the going to be the MVP this year, going to the Hall of Fame. Right? We was talking something about that, right? Huh? Well, I do not. I don't like doing the whole Hall of Fame thing. I don't know why people do that. Like after a couple of seasons, because the Hall right. of Fame is supposed to be a huge deal, but people do that already. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dak is—he's playing out of his mind. Despite not having an offensive line, despite a 
pretty much despite not having a defense mm-hmm. and knowing that every time he goes out there he has to score and majority right. of the times they are scoring but when they're not scoring they're turning it over which is mm-hmm. which is what's keeping us and then at the same time that's messing up the defense the defense can't stop somebody on the 10 yard line they can't they're mm-hmm. not going to <laughs> they're not going to so we're it's like the offense and the defense are both they're both putting themselves in messed up predicaments so listen after we clean it up mm-hmm. minus a couple turnovers just think of it. We went to, down to the last play with the Seahawks, who they say is going to be in the Super Bowl. If we went to, down to the last play with multiple turnovers, mm-hmm. what does that tell you? That our offense can come back from anything. So if we have no turnovers, that's the whole key. Forget all this defense is horrible, offense is no turnovers, we go in. So, so so for your uh, an, input there, you saying that as long as Ezekiel Elliott do not put the ball on the ground, as long and as Dak Prescott, yeah, yeah, as long as Dak Prescott don't fumble the ball on his on our side of the field. Interceptions, but yeah. the interceptions are going to come. High risk, high, mm-hmm. high reward. That's fine. But it's when he can feel it. It's like he can feel it and he'll literally see the person coming, mm-hmm. but he'll try to make something happen anyways because he knows this is it's now or never. Now but sometimes he has to just throw the ball away. Like Baker Mayfield didn't have a problem throwing the ball away. <laughs> he barely threw the ball. They ran 300 yards on us. Now I was sitting like, anybody, exactly. can anybody stop the bleeding? Can, can, can I call Brianna to go out there and maybe stop them from, from running all maybe over us? I know? was going to just like distract. You could distract somebody. They could have did something. They could try some different something. Well, what made it worse is that Odell got to shine the most, and it's like it was back to his New York Giants days. You know, he loved yeah. the spotlight, and everybody yeah. was watching the game. I love when they're like, well, tuning in, I welcome our new audience. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I welcome our new audience. So it's like at one point, everybody's watching, and then it all falls down. So, <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, you 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 brought me back in just a little bit. I was big big, big mad, big negative law over here. I, so you I brought me back being in. negative on there. I said I, they need a woman on here to just like smooth it out because y'all was going in, which I agree with some of the things y'all were saying. Right. But like the whole um, Xavier Woods thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, him saying I guess that they don't go a hundred percent all the time. Right. Nobody does when they go to work. Like, right, but but nobody admits it either. Nobody admits it. Do, do you ever admit it? You know, that's the thing. But we want athletes to be honest. We want honest. <laughs> Come on. No political answers. Somebody gives you all the truth. I'm half assing it, and mm-hmm. y'all are like, "Oh no, why did you say that?" I I appreciated it because now guess what? His teammates will know if he's the last man. I need to speed the fuck up because he's mm-hmm. not gonna. He's not gonna. You know what I'm saying? He put it out on the table. That mm-hmm. well, he need, he, maybe he need to tap that helmet and say, "Hey, coach, <laughs> get me out. Let's put back in somebody else that's passionate enough to play through the echoes of the whistle because we just can't be sitting here watching the Browns run all over us." Now, I'm not going to talk much okay, more about okay. that. I need to know your thoughts though on this though, uh, Brianna. How do you feel about the Earl Thomases of the world or, or going out there and we passed up on uh, big snacks? He was right here in Dallas. How do you feel about those two situations, especially since snacks gone to Seattle land? How do you feel about everything? 
So I believe it's like this, like you have a new coach coming in. He wants to set the tone. He doesn't want people from the outside coming in, setting the tone. And when you bring in veterans, they're gonna have an opinion. And somebody like Earl or Snacks Thomas, they're gonna have an opinion and make an impact on the locker room. And I don't know if y'all peeped it or not, but you know, I study psychology. So okay, okay. a lot of our new defensive players every year, like Robert, I mean, what's his name, Quinn? He was mm -hmm. like the leader. How did he come in and become the leader of the defense? Mm -hmm. And then Alden Smith's coming in, he's becoming the leader. You see how easily it is for a veteran to come on, come in and become a leader. Even Everson Griffin was leading, like, you know, leading the warmups, things like that. So if somebody can easily come in and have that much of an impact, he wants to make sure that it's, you know, the kind of impact that they want. And that's okay. what it is. They want okay. to control the locker room. I don't think it's about, it's not, it, it, it comes down to politics. It's about money and control. And those are two things it's always gonna be about. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So speaking <laughs> of that, how do you feel about the D-Law? I just call him DeMarcus right now. You know, he came out and he said, F all of y'all. I play with my heart. I play with passion. I, I'm playing injured. Y'all stop talking about me and uh, and, and y'all will see about it and these sorts of things. How do you feel about Demarcus Lawrence, his play and he, these sorts of things? Okay, so first of all, it's not his fault that Jerry Jones invested too much money. You're okay. going to try to get as much money as you can. Mm -hmm. And once you get that money, like science shows that people will slack off because they become complacent with where they are in life or just where they are on the team. Like he felt like he was a leader. You got your money. What, I mean, you brought in, they brought in new guys. So you're thinking, he's probably thinking, okay, the new guys will step up and I'll just, you know, I'll take a back seat, mm -hmm. play it cool, earn my money. But yeah, right. it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> right. From yeah. the outside looking in, it's like you got your money and now you're just chilling. But that happens all the time. How many players does that happen to? Literally everybody. Once they get their money, it's, it's drinking and clubbing from there. <laughs> you know, as long as they got a bottle for you, right? You know? But I mean, mm -hmm. the thing is, okay, yeah, they say he's getting a lot of pressure and people want sex. He was getting those sex because he wanted to earn that money and he knew that's what it took to earn money. You know what I'm saying? Think of it, the year that he got all those sacks, that's the only year he jumped off the page and everybody knew who he was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he low. And he, also, and, and though, he wanted not, to live Mac money. Yeah. He down people. He did have some good run stop plays. He did have some good run stop plays. Yeah. And I want to say, like, the team never gives up. No matter what is going on, you think, I mean, down 31 7 or whatever, they never give up. So. I feel yeah. like as fans, it's easy to talk shit because we're just on the couch. Like, right, we're right. Not doing <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I was out there, I would be giving 100% every play. It's like, you don't yeah. even do that in the gym right now. So, I don't. True. True. <laughs> nothing <laughs> about the truth right there all right so i have nothing to say on it but i got to talk one more thing one more thing i thought that was one more thing with d-law i got to mention the brother Jalen smith what are your uh, thoughts on him okay so i picked Jalen to be my uh, player to improve this year and to show y'all and i still stand by that so mm -hmm. I was watching something where they were talking about, okay, yes, Jalen is missing tackles, but at the same time, it's because 
he's having to deal with offensive linemen, which he shouldn't be. And so the defensive, I mean, the defensive line needs to do better first to help out Jalen. He's taking yeah. on a lot of pressure. He's now calling all the plays. You can tell that him and Layton had something good going on where they had an understanding, you know. Layton calls the plays, which was good. He's probably more of a mental player. And Jalen is more like the thumper. But now y'all are making Jalen become the mental player and the thumper. And you can tell he's out there changing calls. You can tell all the way down to the last second. They're never really lined up. And either it's because of the new scheme, he's adjusting. But at the same time, it's like he doesn't have his Robin. And I think he's adjusting to playing with Thomas. So I, just give it a little bit of time. Layton's going to come back. And that's who you said was great. And I, I agree, but he's not going to be playing as well mentally, I don't think. But who knows? Yeah. yeah he's going to be yeah. scared. I mean, I would be scared to tackle somebody if I felt like my neck could you know, snap yeah. at any moment. That's not. Yeah. It, it just brings me back to 2015 when we brought back uh, Tony Romo, you know, when he had that collarbone situation and we brought yeah. him back a little too quick. Yeah. Uh, I want Leighton Van Der Esch to be back around Stiller's land when we play against them, you know, but if we oh. need him out now. Okay, when, is that? when is that one? Uh, we played and I got you know this on the I got it right here. I got it right here in my mind. We played the Giants this weekend. We played the Arizona Cardinals. Then we played the Washington Washington team. And then I believe we played the <laughs> the, the, the Steelers, you know. When and I can stand the Steelers. That's my that's like my Super Bowl. That's your Super Bowl? I, I think we played them <laughs> well, somewhere around that time. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to bring you on so we can talk about those Eagles because I can't stand them too. My brother loved the Eagles and I can't stand those Eagles. But <laughs> Is he from Philly? Nah, nah. Oh, okay. We all from a small town in Mississippi. So <laughs> we had to go root for a team. We had to go find a team. You know how it is when you're in a small town, right? Oh, so you just found the Cowboys. That's good. I, I found the Cowboys and I never turned around, you know. Go Cowboys, you know. Yes, indeed. So we're going to place against Jason Garrett this weekend. Are you ready? JG. Garrett, JG. You ready well, for you know it? what's so funny is that, I mean, if any team is struggling more than us, it would be the Giants. And they don't have Saquon, which changes everything. So it's like JG can't get a break either, which is... <laughs> I don't know if that's karma or if it's funny, but either way, it is what it is. But... We know they're going to run the ball. That's that's his style. It's not going to be. And But this is the thing. He's probably going to run the same plays that the Browns run. Same yeah. reverses. He's just going to look at their – whatever they did, he's going to copy it or try to copy it, which is going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Seeing that Baker didn't throw much, you know, same style as Danny Dimes or whatever y'all call him. Yeah, that would be um, So it's, it's going to be all on the defense to stop the run. Yeah. Can they uh, do it? I think they can. They've got uh, Freeman out there is running the ball and Gallman, Wayne Gallman. He's one of the guys that's from Clemson. Shout out to Clemson, what have you, if you're a Clemson fan. Uh, and basically, the person that I'm really kind of like worried about, not saying that I'm worried, but what I'm worried about as it relates to our secondary is Slayton. Slayton can find himself behind the defense. He's he's kind of like a nifty route runner, hidden speed. So if Danny Dimes, if they call him that, you know, if he can find and connect with him early, then we could be in the situation. But I feel 
that this should be the game that the Dallas Cowboys, Brianna, come out in and tell everybody, hey, we the mighty Cowboys. We're going to put our foots to y'all neck. We're going to have D-Law. He's going to get multiple sacks. He's going to get all of that stuff. And we're going to be like, go Cowboys. Hey, we're going to do victory dance. We're going to be partying everything, huh? You feel that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But you know what the haters are going to say? Y'all can't be the winning team. It's just the Giants. <laughs> Even though they was quick to other people who were beating the Dolphins, and they were like, oh, they're so good. So you know how it's going to be. Yes, hopefully we do win. If we don't, then I'm going to have to really go into hiding. Like... <laughs> I know you don't you don't hide for pressure. I've seen your pictures out there on the Twitter Giants? and Instagram. Yeah. You you saying, hey, still Cowboys for life. I, I if know we you lose to the Giants, that's beyond the stick of the <laughs> Well, we we'll do a rant then. We would rant one good time and we'll say, well, okay, we gotta get focus in on the Arizona Cardinals, right? No. If we lose to the Giants, then we need to ring the alarm for sure. That's embarrassing because think of all the Jason Garrett things. Like, oh, y'all, come on now. Yeah, I bet. Wait a minute. With no Saquon, who do they? It's going to be bad. But you know, Golden Tate, doesn't he uh-huh. play for the Giants? He's good. He's usually beating us. He beats us a lot. I forgot all about Golden Tate. Exactly. He's he's really like quick. It's like, and he loves to play against the Cowboys. If you can remember, like, Oh yeah, exactly. I, I remember. He, he's a feisty one. He is. He exactly. is a, absolutely a feisty one. All right, so we ex- we getting close to the end time here, um, and, and we had a great that time. That was fast and quick, but we don't have to talk about the Cowboys now. We, we can talk about your fantasy team because I've been seeing you talking some noise. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, my what fantasy you know right team now? is the Cowboys. Really, I pretty much. What? Went got? out on the limb. I had like Dak, CD, Gallup, mm-hmm. Amari. I even had the defense at one point, and yeah. and I was winning. I've been winning. I'm three and one. But yeah, I'm three and one. So I mean, Dak. First of all, I was trying to tell people Dak as a fantasy QB. This was going to be the year, just like last year. Mm-hmm. And it's because him and Kellen Moore. I mean, they have something going where they want to get Dak paid. And how are you going to do that? Just make his numbers beyond something you cannot, you know, something you can't deny. Yeah. So I already knew going in, Dak was going to be throwing a lot. So I'm hyped. He's on pace for throwing about six thousand yards, and um, and mm-hmm. he's doing his thing. And I, I I look at it like this. I want Dak Prescott to sign long term. I, I really do, but I think that the Jason Garrett uh, administrations, uh, uh, previously before Dak Prescott, uh, well, previously coaching Dak Prescott, kind of sullied the water with him. And, and here's why: because people have a preconceived notion now that Dak Prescott is this one lane quarterback. He can't do the, the running situation, and you can't put all of your your, your money in on him because of these things that we had the eight and eights, the nine seven years what have you the 10 and 6 whatever whatever you want to look at it and we we just been this mediocre team but that's not the case nor the scenario i really think that dak prescott should have been signed for a long-term deal two years ago definitely yeah yeah that and that's why they're throwing now it's Mm. called um i call it growing pains we're changing from a running team to Mm -hmm. more of a throwing team and trying to change Dak from what they have russell wilson as and as a game manager they would say mm-hmm. to an actual MVP candidate because 
that's exactly the kind of footsteps he's falling in. If you're a late round draft pick, they don't, yeah. it's like they don't respect you. Even though Russell Wilson's done so much, you know, think of that. And they still yeah. don't respect him that he never had an MVP vote. So wow. Dak's gonna be, it's kind of gonna be following in those same footsteps. But you'll see, it'll change. So you think that, you know, at the end of the year, you know, regardless of the record, he can get that long-term contract? Yeah, because at the end of the year, we're still going to make the playoffs. Wow, let's go. <laughs> I mean, we are. And I think, okay, when we get to the playoffs, I don't know why everybody's acting like, okay, yes, we suck, but don't act like other people are not throwing games away too. You know what I'm saying? It's literally everybody's throwing games away to anybody. And one week you think somebody's unbeatable, the next week, kind of like the Saints. One week they were unbeatable, one week you didn't know who they were. So yeah. it's going to be, we're going to have to see Aaron Rodgers, and that's that's all it is. Mark my words. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so so okay, Aaron Rodgers having Green a hell of a year. Green Bay probably come to um, mm-hmm. AT&T Stadium again, but a different outcome this time with Mike McCarthy on the other side. Oh man, you having your mighty predictions over there, Dan? So you think uh, who else will we play? Tampa Bay Buccaneers—they look like they're coming out for a good start right now. Uh, Yeah, but maybe the Saints. But are we going to end up playing like a wild card team? Maybe, maybe. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Wild card, and they changed that first first game. Uh huh. Okay. I mean, the Packers are hot right now, but who knows what Mm -hmm. they're going to be in a little bit. Okay, I see what I see where you're going at it right here. So, you, I, I said at the start of the year that I would rather for us to get hot towards the latter part of the year. Exactly. Right if now, we need to yeah. get hot now. We've done that. We've mm-hmm. done that. We did that last year. Oh, we were three. Three and oh. It had a party and everything. <laughs> and it didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather uh-huh. you struggle now. You build the character of your team now. Making it to the playoffs, the record really doesn't matter as long as you get in there because anything happens once you get in there. Anything. So. Oh, oh, I forgot to get your thoughts on uh, Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we really believe that Mike McCarthy is calling a lot of these shots that are happening? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. We have Mike Nolan calling the defensive plays. I rarely see Mike McCarthy's lips move. I mean, he does have a mask on, but you know how you can tell somebody's talking. Yeah, right, right, he's right. He's barely talking. More, I mean, he'll move, he'll just like pacing, but it's not like he's calling plays. Kellen Moore's calling the plays. Then you got special teams calling the plays. So really, he's more like a um, like a CEO, just managing mm-hmm. all of these people until somebody shits themselves too bad where they have where he has to step in. And that's what's happening. He's more of like kind of like what Jason Garrett was. When Kellen Moore start calling the place, he's more like a CEO, mm-hmm. just like you know, just a walk around. Ah. I know y'all. Mm-hmm. Want, I, I heard you saying that you um you want him to be like more in their face, cussing them out. Yeah, fit on people. <laughs> it's only been four games. He hasn't built their trust to that point of cussing you out. You know, you don't you don't date somebody for like four months and like start calling them a bitch and you're like that's my mm-hmm. bitch you can't right, right you right. know maybe after like a year you, or yeah, just yeah, like after, yeah. after you <laughs> develop a little bit <laughs> like, so that's for that <laughs> yeah where them eggs at girl where them eggs at you know I, i'm looking for the eggs and you know where the bacon uh no 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 i said turkey bacon get up and make me some turkey bacon. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I feel exactly what you're saying. That's a great analogy to look at it in those fashions. Uh, I can look at it and say, yeah, Mike McCarthy came into the scene and said, you know what? I've been sitting out a whole year from football. And I seen this young kid being the number one quarterback, well, the number one offense in the NFL. Maybe he needed to critique some things, but I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him get to these first four games, or first five games, or maybe first eight games. It may be that situation. And defense, I'm gonna call my buddy up, who he gave me a chance and opportunity on, Mike Nolan, and let him have the defense. Oh, I'm gonna call my other guy up, Bone Fossil, to do the special teams. Okay, that that's a good way to look at it. But we as fans. We looking at it like, hey, we want change. We want to see some different stuff around here. So if the Dallas Cowboys don't win this weekend, and if somehow, you know, lo and behold, if we don't win next weekend, Mike McCarthy, he will be pretty much, he's going to have to fire somebody or he's going to have to do something, get the clipboard himself and call these plays because we cannot go through this again, Cowboy Nation. We can't. Cliff Kingsbury had a horrible first year. Yeah. And now they're saying that Kyle Murray's MVP, Cardinals are mm. a good team, all of this. You have to give somebody time. After four weeks, think of it. If you go to work and you've met your, you've only known your coworkers for four weeks or your new mm. boss has only known you for four weeks. She doesn't know or he, she doesn't know what you're good at or, you know, right. they know your position, but they don't know what you thrive at, your personality. You have, mm-hmm. after four weeks, you don't know. I mean, even though they had a little bit of off-season time, but think of it, they didn't have that whole off-season, pre-season time. It's like, oh, I've known you a month, but they want me to cuss you out. Get you right. like, what? A month? Come on. So okay. I think we need to be more realistic. Okay, so 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 you need you need to tell I know everybody. You don't like Mike Nolan, I know that. I've heard your I heard your your rant on Mike Nolan. <laughs> All I have to say about that is okay. He obviously got hired because he was friends, and that goes back to what I'm telling you about a CEO just managing. Because you know, okay, if all else fails, at least he'll have them out there. They might not be, you know, what I'm saying they might not be up to par, but he's putting his trust in his friends. Which yeah. I think a lot of people will hire their friends. It doesn't make it right. It yeah, make it right. yeah. But, but think about it. it. It's, it's hard it's to get common. them up out the house, though. You know, it's hard to get them up out the couch, out the couch, and everything. You know, you 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 roommating with your friend or something, and they lose their job, and and they they first had the agreement that they'll pay half of the rent and these sorts of things, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're looking at you working your butt off, you going to work. You come back and they still sitting on the couch. You're going to be like, Brianna, what you going to do? What you going to do? Well, I'm going to ask them. I'm going to communicate. Okay. And that I feel that is what Mike McCarthy is doing. He's communicating and he uses the media to let them know, okay, like I'm not totally disappointed in y'all. I'm not going to say y'all suck like everybody else is saying. At one point, your parent has to be there or your me, you know, they have to be there to nurture you when everybody else is tearing you down. So there's no way in hell he should be, t- you know, tearing him down at this point where everybody else is. So I get what you're saying. It's, it's all like, as a coach, it's really managing people. That's what you're really doing as a coach. If you really think about it, a lot of these people go to school for things like that. Yeah, but my, right. the guy that I got on his defense is George Edwards. Uh, he was the defensive coordinator uh, for the Minnesota Vikings from 2014 to all the all the way last year. Uh, I think the brother is really sharp. 
And right now he's he just a positional coach for the linebackers, I believe. So if, if anybody else get another chance, it should be him. Tom Sula, he's cool or what have you, but I would rather have uh, uh, George Edwards out there. They're probably not going to fire anybody already because it sets you in panic mode. It's like, oh, we're True. panicking. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? And True. the common denominator, if the defense wasn't good last year and y'all said Chris Richard went from y'all's favorite to the most hated real quick, real <laughs> quick. And then the common denominator again, now it's like, oh, after four games, fired Mike Nolan. Maybe it's not the coaches and maybe we're not taking that into consideration. But True. True. The and they go denominator here. That, that goes back to our opening conversation. You know, the effort, the tire, the, the the unwillingness to tackle and these sorts of things. But maybe these guys can get things back on the right page, yes, right? This weekend, yes, we're trying to be positive this weekend. They get the grips together, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, I believe so. Like, the, you know, you just start catching your stride, just getting in the groove. If you notice, like, mm-hmm. COVID had a lot of people out with just injuries. Just think of right. all the people who are out on their team. Mm-hmm. I mean, including us. And so we're not the only ones struggling with, you know, everything that's happening. But keep the faith. We're one and three. If we win, it will be two and three. Right back in first place. Positive vibe. I feel you, though. All right. So I got to ask you this for everybody that's watching. You was on your okay. YouTube page, and you had some 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 nonsense people speaking ill will of the mighty Cowboys. Let them know that hey, you, you just not you just not a, a, a lady that's with an Instagram page. You know your stuff, huh? Well, first of all, the thing is, okay, I'm just getting on YouTube. I'm just talking stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I might be a little biased, but I do say real opinions. I went 14 and two with my predictions, so things are going good. But first of all, Cowboys are a hated team. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, And then I'm a woman at the same time. So, you know how, I mean, men do not, I feel like men do not think, they don't give women the automatic respect. You have to just like earn their respect, even though there's a lot of men out here who couldn't even hold a candle to any, you know, most women out here that know football, but, it's gender wars these days and and it's cowboy wars so it's cool any any um any activity is good activity so right 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 so y'all y'all leave brianna alone right and and if y'all ever have any issues uh, if you have any issues just point them to me Uh, you know you know the nation we gonna take care of them you know over here they they have all you know how you have the thumbs up thumbs down Literally, mm-hmm. as soon as my video goes up, it'll be like all thumbs down. <laughs> and it'll be like, women shouldn't talk about sports. Cowboys suck. What do you know? Mm-hmm. Your woman is like, damn. I didn't even know YouTube was a hate. I thought it was like a place for kids. It made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? It was just like right. a more, it's not as ratchet as Instagram or something. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, it's all good. You're in a great community, uh, and we got some good people over here that, that that knows the game just like you, right? And and we we yeah. we we'll get them right for you. Y'all have some good. Y'all have great. I'm loving Law Nation. This is how I'm really keeping up with everything. So, yeah, no doubt. Y'all have really, some really great do. guests, huh? 
I said, I really do appreciate that, you know. Yeah. I'm grinning because, yes, you know, that brings yeah, a lot of people over with, And then, you know, once you like somebody's picture or anything, then it's like you're stalking them because then they put you every time. So, mm -hmm. yep. Every stat, I'm up there. I'm, I'm seeing everything y'all say. I like um, it. I really Controversial. Yeah, we, we, we're very edgy there, I'd say, you know. Um, and passionate. Um, what's the other guy's name? Big Big Game James. Very mm -hmm. passionate. That's my dog, Big Game James. Scott Walker still. Hey, uh, we got a whole bunch of people over here uh, that that we really pump out the content to help people out with the cowboy community and also details. And I'm glad because because now you are part of this community, right? Right? Yeah. What? Yes, I've right. been in cowboys community. I should be welcoming mm -hmm. you. <laughs> I'm talking about on the YouTube land, right? Because oh, okay. you, you already mastered the other, you already mastered the other domain, right? The Instagram groove, right? Oh, Instagram and Twitter, yeah. People are nice yeah, on Instagram Twitter. and Twitter. It's YouTube where they're rude, but it's, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> well, but with that being said, can you tell everybody that can hear you right now and see you where they can follow you and find your great content? Okay, so yes, on Instagram and Twitter, Brianna Betty, that's B-E-T-T-E. -T -T -E, and then mm -hmm. also my website is biggerbetterpod.com. And I put up my podcast on Apple and SoundCloud and all that good stuff. So just search for that or just follow me and then you'll see it on the website. I'm a one, I'm a one woman show. So <laughs> people are, some people are like, well, where's your predictions for this week? And I'm like, well, please don't go to Vegas with these predictions because it's not, there's no guarantees in here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, follow me, guys. And yeah, it's been fun. I love football season because I love talking to everybody and talking trash to people. So I need the Cowboys to win so I can go back to being my normal self. <laughs> we will win and you will be back to your normal self this weekend. I really appreciate you for tuning in to this channel, this show, and supporting everything. Hey, Cowboy Nation, y'all don't forget to hit that like button, share this content, let that friend, neighbor, foe know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and Beyond. That's been our time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Bigger and better podcast. Let's go. Let's go.